Welcome. You've joined the Topless Travel Show with Carolyn David, bringing you to some of the sexiest and most erotic events and vacation places around the world. Our show is here to help you open your mind, explore your options, and push your boundaries so you too can achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Topless Travel Show, and we are your hosts, Carol and David. Hey everyone, welcome to the Topless Travel Show, where we bring the travel culture to sexy, open-minded couples so you can explore the possibilities, and I mean all the possibilities, while on vacation. And especially while you're here on the Bliss Cruise, from the erotic playrooms to the daily meet and greets, pool parties, workshops, play shops, Whew. And so much more. Whether you travel to relax or party hard, to build relationships and make new friends, or simply to hang with compatible people in a non-judgmental location, we've got the stories to get you fantasizing about starting your next adventure right now. The Topless Travel Show is all about pushing boundaries, and as usual, we'll be talking about sex, sexuality, sexual health and relationships, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. So, do you ever wonder how open-minded people learn their skills and continue exploring their sexuality as they navigate their sex lives within the alternative non-monogamous lifestyle? On today's show, we're going to find out about some of the workshops and play shops given on the Bliss Cruise to a sold-out audience hungry to learn more about expanding their sexual relationships in order to continue to enjoy great sex together. Absolutely, but all right. But as we do every show, we want to take a minute to tell you about our must-have top waterproof blanket, which now comes in four reversible colors because nobody wants to sleep in that wet spot and squirt is hot until it's not. So if you're fed up with sleeping in that wet spot or having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak-proof, and it guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets. From messy massage oil, silicone lubes, and all other sexy wetness, just throw it in the washer and dryer, and it comes out looking like brand new. And now we have a new sexy pink and blue reversible blanket, both colors representing the ribbons supporting breast cancer and prostate cancer. And to support the cause, we'll donate $5 from each blanket sold to a charity that helps cancer survivors get back in the sack. Because great sex matters, and cancer survivors deserve it too. And you don't have to leave your house to get one. Simply go to Amazon and search Top Waterproof Blanket. That's T-O-P, Waterproof Blanket, and order yours today. Great sex starts now. Alrighty, let's get on with the show. You know we're Carol and David. This is a Topless Travel Show. And we are so excited to welcome back our special guests today. Well, we have sexologist and sex education coach, Dr. Stephanie and Fox, who are here on the Bliss Coast with us, and I'm sure y'all will recognize them as co-hosts on our show. Uh, we're enjoying the dining room right here. A lot of people are walking in, and they're going to be listening to our discussion, so yes. welcome aboard. Thank, Thank you. Thank you for having us back. Just take a minute and remind everybody who you are and what you guys do with sure. all your intimacy. So I am Stephanie Sigler. I am a clinical um, sexologist, certified sex therapist, and a licensed professional counselor who studies all things sex. My specialty, specialty is alternative relationships. And so I work with those who are trying to get into the lifestyle, who have had some issues with the lifestyle, or just want to navigate the lifestyle a little bit, a little bit less rocky, I guess yeah. is the best way to say. Yeah, that's, that's, I like that. <laughs> So my name is Fox. I'm a board-certified relationship intimacy and sex education coach. And my main job is to support Dr. Stephanie and love her. Uh, my specialty is alternative relationships and polyamory. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Now, Steph, Dr. Stephanie, you've just gone through a whole process of becoming a sexologist recently. Yes. Tell us a little bit about that. No, she became a doctor. Yes. Of sexology. Yes. Yes. Right? yes. So that was a process. It was a two-and-a-half-year-long process of um, putting lots of lots of endless studies, lots of endless time away from family and friends, also trying to work and um, but being able to learn and being able to put myself in different situations and expand expand my skills for everybody because there's there's something for everybody, but you just have to know it all. And that's kind of my job is to know a lot of it all. And we know some of our friends helped you get through yes. your PhD if you want to shout out to them. Oh my goodness. So Lori Batito has been influential in helping me with 
my dissertation. She's not done yet, but she's almost done, and hopefully she'll give me the thumbs up and we can get that thing in production and printed and off to the counselors it needs to go to. Yay, excellent, excellent. All so, right, so what are some of the things you learn when you go through this two-year marathon that we've actually experienced You've with been you? with me. Yeah. Oh, man, we've, we've learned everything from sex with disabilities to how to have sex with mixed orientations, how to have relationships if one person is polyamorous and one person is monogamous. You name it, we've been through it. I think the most fun, though, for me was our SAR. It's our sexual assessment retreat. And... Um, what they do is they, they immerse us in all sorts of porn, kink, and anything that would make someone blush or have a face. We had to watch it all, and we had to experience it and see it so that when we have our clients talk to about it, we don't accidentally give a yuck face or an, a, a face that makes us like, oh, God, I've never heard of that before. Right. We literally saw it all. Yeah, because you know, those, those clients remember those. Yes, cases, they do. Right? And that's and sometimes, yes. I mean, if you hear something that's so new, you're just like, wow, yeah. in the face. So we, yeah. we had to, that was the fun part. Wow, that's mm-hmm. super interesting. Very cool. All right, uh, we're going to get into your workshops and your play shops in a little bit. But let's just talk about the fact that this is your first Bliss yes. Cruise experience. Um, we've been with you guys at Hedo. Mm-hmm. What are the differences? Do you want to answer that? From, okay, so for me, the differences. At, at Hito, everything was so, it's so compact. At a resort, it's, it's, it has that natural flow to it. I think on the ship, there was so much to do. Chaos. It's, it's managed chaos. <laughs> it is. And so it, there is an opportunity, if you're not careful, to get overwhelmed because you don't know what to do first. And I like to call it opportunistic variety. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Like that. That's because Fox had a chance to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can tell. And what was your first impression of being on and this isn't even the biggest ship that bliss and topless travel mm-hmm. does it's only 3,000 people when we do only November 2024 <laughs> on the symphony it's 6,600 people wow. what what was your impression when you walked on and you saw the bigness of the ship this it honestly my thought was shit just got real yeah. It's, it's happening. Yeah. Because we had spoken about yeah. it. Yeah. And, and we explained a little bit about it was, b- about what the ship was. But then you get here and it's like, you see the mounds of suitcases mm-hmm. when you're getting on the ship. And it's like, how are they going to deal yes. with all this stuff? Yes. And it just the, the amount of people, but also the, the ship is so big itself. It can be overwhelming, especially when you first walk in and you're just like, how many floors is this thing? Right. And we're going on the water. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I'm actually prior Navy, so I, I've been on aircraft carriers, etc. But my very first thought was, one, aesthetically, it's absolutely beautiful. They've clearly put a lot of work into the ship, right? Uh, creating that, that very sexual, uh, you know, aesthetic Sensual. environment. But then my other thought was, well, crap, I'm going to have to play GPS for Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I've been doing. <laughs> I did get lost the first day pretty badly. Yeah. It was. It was. It was it's very easy to get turned around around here. So Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And now you guys are in the lifestyle, we are. right? Yes. And, um, you want to just give us a little history or story about how you guys got into lifestyle? Sure. Sure. Uh, we met. Um, <laughs> I was already in, or he was in the lifestyle previously for. He says twenty four years is closer to thirty, but I'm going to give him that because you know the he's, getting, he's a young man. The number all. keeps yeah. getting yeah, larger, it's just a larger and larger. And larger. And isn't, I, it, isn't that because you keep getting older and no, older? Sure, sure. <laughs> I, that's my thought, David. Um, but for me, it was I didn't really experience it. I had slept with some couples and, you know, have dabbled, but I didn't really experience it until we got together. And then um, because of my course of study with sexology, it just kind of lent lended itself right in and I jumped right in. Yeah. So um, when Stephanie and I met, she says Bumble, I say Tinder because we met on a dating okay. app. Okay. I say we were just trying to fuck. She agrees. Yeah, that's yeah. what we were doing. Yep. Uh, I think it was date three uh, when I found out that she was a therapist, and I said, okay, so you're in the community. We need to talk. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is my lifestyle. Uh, I've done a TV show based off of it, just in case someone remembers me. I doubt it. It was 10-plus years ago. Uh, that would be a miracle. But here's who I am. Here's what I've done. Here's what I'm into. And she stopped, and she looked at me, and she said, are you married? Like, are, are you and your wife swingers, and I'm, yeah. you're just trying to bring me on as a girlfriend? <laughs> exactly and I said, I no, uh-huh. but since you mentioned this, uh-huh. uh, and so we talked about our brief sexual history, and she explained to me that she had slept with couples, and I said, well, you are a unicorn, or you were a unicorn. Yeah. And you said. And that's all it took. I was like, I knew I was special. 
freaking amazing. I, I think it was, she goes, I the knew I was magical. Yeah. Oh, yeah, something yes. like that. Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's kind of fun. And the rest is history. The rest is history. Yeah. We're writing it as we go. Yep. You're part yeah. of our story. Yeah, well, uh, we convinced you... Uh, Pulled you in, yelling and screaming. Your first trip to Hito. I mean, it <laughs> right. was it was a tough sell, <laughs> tough tough sell, David. Okay, it was. I, I wasn't yelling and screaming. I wasn't. But Stephanie was a little I bit was, nervous. I was terrified. Definitely nervous to get undressed or what it would look like overall. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and you guys just dove right in head first. Absolutely, just not into the pool because you know. That could hurt. That could hurt. That was a little yeah. shallow, that, yeah. that wading pool. But we did dive right in. Yeah, it was pretty amazing watching her growth and involvement uh, at Hito because it was the first time she's been naked in front of people. It's the first time she's participated sexually in front of a crowd. There were so many firsts there during was. that trip yeah, and so much involvement. Um, at one point, we both cried mm. and hugged because yeah. it was just so such a beautiful thing to have at. But you know what's the coolest thing about Stephanie? Oh and, and and we've known you guys now for three years, something yeah, like that. Yeah. About that, yeah. Um, is we've always known that you were an intelligent, beautiful woman. But to see your self-confidence come out and see you talk in front of people and give credible information has been absolutely incredible. Oh, and, um, you know, the segue into coming on to Bliss, which is... Um, you guys weren't sure if anybody was going to come to your yeah. workshops. Yeah. And holy fuck, your workshops not only were sold out, you needed bigger venues. We did. And uh, people all over the ship are talking about the amazing Dr. Stephanie. Awesome. That there, it, 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 the, sh- the paid workshops, the play shops, sold out in less than an hour. And then we found out a couple hours later we had a waiting list of 200 other couples just wanting to get into any play shop. So mm-hmm. that was that was very validating. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. really a boost of confidence, yeah. knowing all that work that you did, yes. and now that you're a doctor and you've gone through it all, and you're just like, relief, I guess, yes. you can move on People with your life. People actually want to hear what I have yeah. to say. It's not just... Yeah. And, and what's cool is your Evolve Your Intimacy business mm-hmm. is growing. It is. Right? Yeah, People yeah, tell us a little bit about how that has grown and evolved. <laughs> it has, it's grown ex- exponentially, faster than we could have ever imagined. Um, we have lots of coaches... The way that the our, I guess, system works is we have one side of the house where I can use my license, and then we have Evolve Art and Your Intimacy, where I am still the same person, I still have the same license, but it opens me up to the rest of the world. Okay. Because um, on the licensing side, I can I can see clients in Texas, Florida, and Arizona right now, and that's there's a lot of people out there that need Lots, help outside yeah. of those states, even yeah. though those are big states. And so the Evolve Your Intimacy side allows me to work with a lot of people, and that opens up to everybody all yeah. over the world yeah so w- initially we weren't even a uh, a practice we started off as a podcast mm-hmm. just trying to give free education for those out there because we saw a huge disconnect we had a lot of clients coming into her private practice saying well we're in this alternative relationship or we're, we're lifestyle or poly or, or what have you mm-hmm. uh and our last therapist told us it was the lifestyle that was our problem yep oh. Gotcha. And so we saw a huge disconnect. So we said, okay, well, let's get into free education and just give you know people that, that those free resources and information. Well, that turned into a large majority of people that we interviewed asking to become clients. Right. And so they we needed help. They yep. Did. So they needed help. So we ended up turning into a telehealth platform for those not in our states. Uh, we can coach internationally now, um, and now we have two or three more coaches, a couple oh, more yes. therapists. We just had to, to get rid of one building and get a new one. So we're, we're, we're expanding growing. exponentially faster than we ever thought, to be honest. Faster than I thought and sometimes faster than what I'm comfortable with. But I'm just going with it. <laughs> so is the majority of your clients those in the lifestyle that need help in the lifestyle or want to get into lifestyle? Is that the majority or there's still more? Different? Yes. So all the above. Okay. Yes, and. <laughs> the majority, um, I would say about 40% are vanilla mm-hmm. that want to get in the lifestyle, but they want to do it safely. Uh, and so they want a guide. They want guidance and counseling around it. The other ones um, are more senior, have been in lifestyle for quite a while, and they've run into a small snag, or they're changing up their menu, so to speak, right? What they like, what they their dislike, boundaries. their boundaries, um, their rules, expectations. And so they also want to do it smartly, so they come to us as well. Wow. Mm-hmm. Very, yeah. very cool. And, and why do you think people, whether they are in a relationship that needs help or a relationship that's great, and they want to get better, need coaches or doctors like you to talk to? Why can't they just talk about it themselves? That's the problem. They're not talking about it. Mm. Society has taught us to hide sex, to not talk about sex, 
and to be ashamed of it. And so as we start to open up and, you know, share ourselves in our bedrooms and all of that stuff with other people, we don't, we're not taught how to do that in society or from our parents or any of that. And so some people legitimately slip and fall right into the lifestyle and they don't know what they're doing. And it's such a fun way to live. It is. And that when we do have a pitfall or a trip or a stumble and we don't know the vocabulary or how to deal with it, uh, we need people like yourselves to clear that up so that we can move on and continue enjoying. And and do some people come for one session, two Mm -hmm. sessions, or or is it a year-long journey I've had I've had a few clients that have just come for like one or two sessions they just needed to clear some things up I've had some that I call lifers that will be with me for life and that's just because of past trauma and past history and working through yes and even though they're in the lifestyle and they're thriving there's still those things that we you know accidents can happen things can slip up triggers and so they'll stay with me and we see each other once a month so we run the gamut yeah, so another thing that, that I've seen personally is Stephanie will try and fire clients because okay, our they job... Finish. We graduate them out. Right, graduate, <laughs> but I, I like that word a little bit more. Um, because the whole purpose of therapy is to help mitigate and mm-hmm. provide the tools for you so you can do it for yourself so you don't need us anymore. And what, I, what we tend to find is a lot of people, once they graduate, they come back anyway and they put oh. themselves right back on the schedule and we say, hey guys, what, what are You're you doing? Done. You don't need us. No, 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 no. We can't not have you. Uh, we have to have you. Uh, and then we, you know, we have to, to deal with that as well and say, hey guys, you don't okay. need you us. You don't need us. You cool. got the tools. Quick check-in. We'll be okay. Mm-hmm. You have yeah. this now. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So well. one of the questions, before we get into sure. your workshops and play shops that, we, that you guys did on the cruise, one of the questions we get asked all the time in the lifestyle is, how do you let your partner fuck someone else? Mm. We get that too. And, and what do you answer as a doctor to those people who ask that question? Jealousy is normal mm-hmm. and your feelings are valid. It's not what you're feeling is is okay. Um, it's it's up to you though to explore those feelings, and that's what when when you're having issues and you're seeing the partner, we have to t- we have to talk about it. You can't hold it in, and it's it's not easy. And I wish it was for some people it is, but those are the ones who have worked on their communication, worked on their relationship, and built it to where they have compersion. And in the beginning, compersion's hard to attain. Yeah, yeah. So we talked uh, a little bit about that yesterday. We did. Um, that not everybody uh, um, experiences compersion. No. And you know, yeah. you think they would, but it's not really the case. But they can learn to do it, right? They can. Maybe explain what is compersion then. Compersion is when you enjoy seeing your partner with somebody else. It turns you on. It brings you joy, sure, pa- sheer passion and joy for watching your partner with somebody else and having someone else love them and be loved. So I'm, I'm going to add to that and pull a Stephanie. Yes, and. Yes, and. <laughs> Yay. Um, so it's not just sexual as well. Um, compersion, right, overall is that I love Stephanie so much that I just want to see her happy, mm-hmm. whatever that looks like. If it's sexual, if it's emotional, if it's, you know, what have you. If it's I diamonds want, and rings um, and raining I'm, down. Right. Yes. Absolutely. I will try and find it or I will try and dig them up. You know, if it's a sexy stud, I will try and go get them for her. Hey, come here, bud. You know, yeah. it's, I want her to be happy constantly because that's how much love I have for her. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Very cool. And one of the things we also tell people is in the lifestyle, mm-hmm. you don't have to fuck someone else. Mm-hmm. You don't have to change partners. You can be a soft swap. You can be an exhibitionist. You can be a voyeur mm-hmm. and you don't have to progress. You can get to the point where you're comfortable as a couple and... Um, it's not this, uh, I have to go from one to three to five to seven yep. to nine. You can stay at three. And if that's what's good for your couple, great. And if one of you isn't good with a penetration with another person, well, just don't do it. Yeah. That's the beauty of this is you get to design your relationship any way you want it. There are couples that we work with who love each other, have been married for years, but can't live with each other. Oh. And instead of divorcing, I had legitimately this is one of my couples they bought houses across the street from each other and so instead of divorcing after so many years they're in the lifestyle they have houses across the street and their relationship has not been more I I guess more beautiful to to them and that's because we have to find these workarounds what society says it has to look like it doesn't families are all different everybody's family is different so it's not like you're going to be outed and and look weird or wonderful Mm -hmm. and it's just now there's so many different dynamics in families today. All right, let's start talking about play shops. Yes, okay. let's talk about the play shops. First of all, we're going to talk about play shops and workshops. Mm-hmm. What are the differences? Sure. So a workshop is, um, they're the free workshops that we, we give on the ship, and those are the ones that are 
you, you keep your clothes on, you get to meet people, but they're interactive and it's challenging you to some level. So we did one called Dirty Bingo. And what they did is we gave them the sexual preference quiz and they took that and with their partners and then they created bingo cards based off of that that they could accomplish while on the ship. And so we just got a few sent to us that have been completed, and those they t we told them to email them to us, and we'll send them gifts when we get back on land. Because that so. was the first one of the first yes. workshops you yes. did. Yep. Yes. Yes. Okay. So what's interesting about that workshop specifically is we had a couple where the wife has never been naked in front of anyone, oh. never, ex you know, um, entertained that thought, mm -hmm. and so was it about two hours later or an hour later they said she was up on the pool deck naked she f had sex in front of people for the very first time yes. she felt beautiful she so felt she powerful cross she, she crossed off, off yeah. several actually wow. on that one day so that wow. was so, so the goal of this game is to get people to put down on paper and talk to their partner mm -hmm. about something that they haven't been able to talk about absolutely yes. at home and try things that are new and if and, and understand that if it's okay if it's not for them it's okay mm -hmm. but you tried it yeah and we keep going yeah wow cool, cool. okay we, let's go on sure we have less languages and less languages are where we teach people everybody has a love language and a lust language is how we like our partners or our play partners to talk to us mm -hmm. romantically or through texting or flirting and so um, if you're not speaking that less language, if, you know, one less language is transgression, and if it's a pretty it's a pretty deep one, that's the naughty, the taboo. But if you have somebody who's not into that and you're talking to them like that, that could stop play. Right. And so we teach people how to talk to each other and communicate through. And so, how, like, I wouldn't know what my lust language is. Oh, I know what it is. <laughs> what oh, is it? Fuck my cunt. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's more of a transgression, maybe? You're so, on my level. <laughs> so explain to people what that could mean, because I wouldn't know what my lust language is. What are some of the options? So you have ambition, and that's where you, um, you, you begin with the end in mind. You're not going to be fully satisfied until you have the orgasm, Fulfilled right? It, yes. And then you have sensation, where you have your partner. You want to talk about what they're going to do to me. How's it going to feel? And, you know, what does it feel like? to um, have your nails scratched down my back. And it's all about using your five senses. What about slap your balls up against my ass? That's that's a sense, too. That is a sense. Carol that likes is that, too. Impact play right <laughs> impact there. Play. Impact play. <laughs> that would fall under sensation. And then you have domination, and that plays off power exchange. That one is where we have two clear, one person knows their role, and we play off of that. And then we have the transgression. And the transgression is where you want to be naughty. Um, it's the taboo, things that may push the boundaries a little bit. And... I happen to be all of them. I'm oh. a shapeshifter, and I fit into all of those. Oh, interesting. So when you what sit about? In hang on. Yeah. What about? Oh, wrong hole. Oh, that's that would be sensation too, uh -huh. because it's I like would a, say ah. that would probably be a little of sensation and transgression, <laughs> yeah. depending on how you are characterizing and what you do about. Oops, the wrong hole. Yeah. Uh, do you like it? Don't you think it's about pushing boundaries? No, because uh, well, you'll you didn't be pushing get permission right. to do the wrong hole. <laughs> <laughs> you will be pushing some boundaries. But I used lube. <laughs> uh, but I used lube. Yes. So I, it, I don't it, think consent is lube. Lube is not consent. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree with you on yeah, that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure of that. All right, let's so, move on. But in your play shop, you you listed all of these types of yes. uh, things, and, and they people. took a quiz and okay. they figured it okay. out. Okay. And then okay. we, we kind of combined them, and you know, if your love language or less language is one way, your partners is the other. How can you? Um, work together and Adapt. repaired yeah oh, very very absolutely cool. All right, the next one is setting boundaries and and putting your cock in a hole you're not supposed to yes. do yeah don't do that is yeah. not is not <laughs> you haven't not set the boundaries that is yet. definitely not that <laughs> so setting boundaries is all about self-discovery and self-expression to your partner as well right it's it's figuring out the this is what i need this is what i want and fantasize about and these are my hell no's no thank you not even a thought not going to mm -hmm. happen Right. Um, so what we find is a lot of individuals um, really have a hard time communicating and being forthright and honest about their true desires, their true hard nose. We find a lot of um, individuals just kind of deal with some things from their partners, even though it doesn't really turn them on. They don't like it. So this is a, a self-discovery right, for both partners. Um, and being a teacher, yeah. I did provide a handout and they did. <laughs> yeah. um, they uh, there's powerpoints and mm -hmm. they completed this whole handout and what I loved about the afterwards they were looking at me and had several come up afterwards they're like I've never even thought of some of this yeah. and I was yeah. like exactly right. that's the point is yeah. you don't think about well what about this what about yeah. that yep. I know at the beginning we talked to a lot of um, young or new swingers yes. and they have a lot of boundaries mm -hmm. to start because they don't know they don't know how they're gonna feel if that happens exactly. they don't know how they're gonna feel if that happens or this happens or that happens so they put up a lot of walls and then slowly they come down because eventually you can see 
see somebody else experience it, oh, that would be okay for me too. Mm -hmm. And slowly those boundaries Especially if they end, that end up with the right compatible couple or people yeah. with them. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And so boundaries are evolving. Yeah. And so survival mode putting up all those yes. boundaries. And sometimes it's not about another couple. It's like Fox was saying, getting naked in front of a bunch of people, right? Sure. It's just yourself yeah. pushing those boundaries. Sure. Yep. Well, boundaries are for you. Boundaries are for yes. the individual person yeah. and the agreements are for the couples. Right. right. And so we keep we set our boundaries for us to feel safe yeah. if i don't feel safe naked outside well then i'm not going to get naked yeah. but if i go to a class and work through it like our we had one client that did that and you know end up naked on the deck well that's because they had met other people and they felt comfortable right. and now it's almost like i gave them permission we yes. give them permission to yes. just try it if right. you don't like it it's okay yeah absolutely exactly mm -hmm. okay and the last one is sexy self-esteem and we just had that one to this morning it ended up being a lot better than what I had expected. I, in the past, I've used this workshop and I've put up pictures of models and we've talked about the their body types and you know what you saw wrong and all of that. This time, I completely wiped that clean and I put up pictures of us and Yay, more of me. Fun. And we we went through and we talked about okay, so what what do you think I was feeling in this picture? What does this picture say to you? And then the backstory of it. Afterwards, I had each 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 person that came in had a post-it pad, and they wrote down five to ten things that they thought was wrong with their body, that they have some severe self-esteem issues with. And they took it and they put it somewhere on their body. They had to take that paper and hide it on their body. And then we went around and everybody talked to everybody, and they had their post-it notes. And as they were talking to each other, they had to write down what they liked about the other person, and they posted it on them. Seen that done. So we had a long caterpillar list, and so it was so awesome to see that. People, who, everything on their list that they thought was wrong with them, they got complimented on on right. their post-it notes. That's right. so mm -hmm. so right, honey. I don't know. I haven't done this experience. But I always but compliment you. Yes, I know you do. But when you do it all the time, it's not as sincere. Let's ask Dr. Stephanie. <laughs> Is it okay to compliment her about the same things on a regular basis? All the time. So, <laughs> yes, and, and uh huh. Yes, and. What you really need to pay attention to, right, is how does Carol receive that message? Mm -hmm. Okay, so if she's telling you all the time when you're doing it over in abundance, it means less to me. Uh -huh. You need to pay attention to that. Maybe kind of draw back some of those compliments and wait till, you know, they aren't feeling more sincere. But she's always walking around the house naked. I, I mean, it would be hard. But she's it's gorgeous. But, it, but it is again, hard. it's about her, as we talked about lust it. language, it's about her lust and love language uh -huh. that you need to speak to. Okay. Yeah. It's not I'm about gonna, you. I'm going gonna, gonna to note that. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> and um, I hear you too as well, honey. Thank you, love. Thank you. So uh, my question to you for in this workshop that you just did, were you surprised at the outcome? I wasn't because I knew I knew what the outcome was. However, there were so many, there were tears that from the very beginning, there were tears. There were like hugs. people, hugs, not wanting to do this. They were so, I can't do this. I don't want, I can't talk to people. And at the end, everybody was like, wow, you know, I, I met more people. And I hate that this workshop was the last day because they were like, I met more per people and I've talked to more people in this workshop than I've done on the whole ship. Oh, right. So you'll do it earlier in the week yeah, next, next time. Yeah, next time we're going to do it earlier yes. in the week so we can get people going. And how many were in this class, for example? Us. I think close to 100. Oh, we, wow. We had uh, the, almost the entire conference was packed out. Wow. The, the theater. Yeah. However wow. many the theater holds. So. Yeah, that's great. Wow. Yeah, it was very, fun. Very, very cool. All right. I think it's a good time for a quick break. Let's yep. just remind everybody that we're Carol and David. Uh, this is the Topless Travel Podcast, and we're chatting with sexologist and sex education coach, Dr. Stephanie and Fox. They're here with us on the Bliss Cruise with Topless Travel. So let's just tell everybody about some of the Topless Travel trips we have coming up this year. If you're looking for the sexiest and most erotic vacation ever, then you simply have to book with Topless Travel. From Hito 2 in Jamaica, Desire are now in Cancun, and like all the Bliss Cruises, we've been Topless Travel needs to be your number one choice. And all their trips and events are all about the people. And, of course, the sexy, fun experience that they're having together. So let's just shout out to all the sexy host couples like Party and Mark and Chelsea who are here. And, of course, they're always on those trips to make sure you have one hell of a sexy vacation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. It was close. It was close. I can't do it. And you're going to find us like we are here on many of the topless travel ship trips. But listen up. We're going back to Hito 2 in February. We were there last year and the year before for another Sexy Silver event from February 25th to March 1st. As usual, rooms are selling out super fast. And if you don't want to miss the biggest lifestyle party on the Grill Beach in Jamaica, then book your room now. And um, listen to this. In 2024, yep, I'm already talking about 2024, Topless Travel is putting together not one but two 
bucket list trips from which we'll be broadcasting live. Uh, the first one is March 2nd to 13th, 2024, where we'll be exploring exploring the ancient pyramids of Egypt, followed by a seven-day riverboat cruise down the Nile in Jordan. And the second trip, we're going to be heading to Kenya for an African safari to witness the Great Migration, a little bit like glamping in the wild, from September 2nd to the 11th, 2024. Now, on both these trips, space is super limited. Um, we're sold out at about 70%. So if you don't want to miss these amazing adventures with your like-minded friends, then go and book your rooms today. For more information about these trips or any of the topless travel events, go to sexylifestyle.com and click on the topless travel events link to book the sexiest and most erotic vacation ever. And also, let's just remind everyone that if you're looking for an online, open-minded community to find compatible people and events in your area, simply join sdc.com and use promo code 30314 for your first month free. Absolutely. All right. You know, we're Carol and David. This is the Topless Travel Podcast, and it's time to get back to our show. We're chatting with sexologist and sex coach, Dr. Stephanie and her husband, Fox. And uh, we're going to continue talking about play shops play right shops. now, um, which you guys also did here on the Bliss Cruise. So uh, the first one that you guys did was called Blind Lust. Now, is this a session where people get naked they and do. they do things? They do. It was funny because they come in and they didn't realize that they were going to be getting naked. So they, they're all sitting around getting ready. And I was like, okay, everybody, we shut the door. I'm like, take your clothes off. And everybody looks at me. They're like, what? I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, this is a naked workshop. And I don't know if it's just my personality, but people will drop their clothes for me <sighs> in an instant. I'm that person. I, <laughs> no question. No yes. question. They don't even ask. They're like, okay, and take off their clothes. Now, do you so get just naked as well? I don't. No. The I Fox? don't. I do not. Mm -hmm. Just describe the whole scene then. Where are you located? How does it Sure. Like? We're How located in a playroom, and there's 22 beds in there. And so they come in, and we have them, their towels and everything, lubes ready for them. We have uh, blindfolds for this one. We do two per bed because there's we wanted to get as many people as we two can in there. Two couples per two, bed? Two couples okay. per bed. And, uh, yeah, they... They explore their their partner's bodies using Sensate Focus, and they explore their bodies in a way that they've never done before. Um, they hit every erogenous zone with their nose, tongue, mouth, hands, um, hair, face. Hair, Are there what it. seven erogenous zones? It, well, it depends on the person. There's yeah. supposed yeah. to be seven, but everybody. I mean, your erogenous zone could be the top of your head. Yeah. So what's it beautiful? Absolutely is. Yeah. <laughs> what's beautiful about this play shop is many, many a times we've hosted this play shop, and we tend to find that couples have been together 20, 30, 40, 50 mm -hmm. years, always find something brand new out about their partner wow. and about themselves. Wow. And absolutely. so it's pretty amazing. And that's why it's so important to keep learning and keep exploring. Yeah. Uh, I think exploring in sexuality is such a good word to describe what we need to do mm -hmm. if it's not daily weekly monthly but we always need to be continually exploring our own sexuality and of course our partner as well now in this blind lust class mm -hmm. what if someone strays and like a woman finds this hard cock and she starts sucking it and they're oh. not following the rules because that's not the ultimate goal of this I call them out on it. Yeah, I do. I do, and I'm not. I'm. Do you tap them on the shoulder? No, I just call them out. I'm okay. like, uh oh, we have cheaters back here. Oh. Okay. And it's. It, I make it fun. It's a fun interactive experience. I don't call anybody out like and, and to be mean. And everybody laughs and they're like, oh, you know, we're sorry. But it is. It's very sensual. It's very sexual. And we try to tell them not to have penetration. Sometimes you slip and fall. I mean, it happens. <laughs> slip and fall. And um, it's, we have lube, so you know. It's, does that go along with uh, Dave's oops, wrong hole? But yeah, I, yeah, ha I have moved, right. so it's okay. You would call him out on that. Yeah, I would. It wasn't me who had that issue. We were playing with another couple, and he was doing her doggy from behind, and he came out and oops and went right back in into her ass. <laughs> that was an oops. That was an oops. That it was wasn't an oops. me because I, I want to spend the rest of my life with Carol here. <laughs> yeah. If I did that oops, I'd you be would gone. be done. You, you yeah. like your lifespan? I yes. do. I do. The only time those happen is with consent and lots of champagne. Yes. <laughs> and then it works out just fine. So my question about this, they're blindfolded. Mm -hmm. Did, was it one partner at a time or were they doing groping each other simultaneously? It was one at a time. Okay. We do a giver and a receiver and then we flip and okay. we do a giver and receiver. And how long does this take? An hour and a half. Oh, so it's yeah. not long. It's not long at all, but we, we really want them to explore. We have them... So it's you don't know, maybe you don't know this, maybe you do. The back of your knees give off a, a specific scent, and oh. it's an erogenous zone, and oh, it's where your pheromones that. admit. And oh. so people, 
that's one of the hot spots. They're like, I never knew my partners, the back of their knees smell different, and it huh. turns them on. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try that. Yeah, see, we learn every day. We, we whenever do. we talk to these experts, we're yeah. learning every day, too. So that's so amazing. All right, so Pleasuring the Pearl. Pleasuring the Pearl. Pleasuring the Pearl was a hit. And we've had lots of people who could not get into that workshop have had us come to their private sessions and do private sessions and teach them that. And it's all about the vulva and all about how to pleasure the vulva, but not only what we already know. We, we talk about the ozone, or excuse me, let me start from the beginning. We talk from the, clor- the clitoris. Then we go to the G spot, then we go to the A spot, and then we go to the O spot. And most people don't know about that O spot. And so when we help, or we don't, let me rephrase this. This is a hands-on workshop. Their hands touch each other. Right. My hands do not touch them. Okay. But when they're touching each other and they find that O spot, it is amazing because they're like, I've never even heard of this. And then the, the partner will hit it and they're like, oh, oh, that's oh. it. <laughs> so you can actually touch it and feel mm-hmm. that you're in the right spot. Yes. yes. And, and we then have, of course, the receiver can feel it too. Yes. And, and, and not everybody's going to hit it so that we have the receiver talking to the giver and telling him okay well maybe try this or maybe you know a little to the left a little to the right and we find it with them so they can find it when they're away from us wow. yeah. so not all vaginas vulvas cervixes are created equal right some are to the side some are upside down women have kids right um, c-sections our tissue things change things move right and so we also have adaptive techniques mm-hmm. if someone has like a uh, deeper scar tissue from multiple c-sections or if they're entire cervix is flipped upside down or you know things or of if that they nature. have back issues or if you know yeah. they don't have the dexterity or the flexibility we do alternative positions for them and help them find ways to pleasure it as well so, so then does the penis also hit that o spot is it only a finger no it, it'll hit so the penis can hit the o spot it's all about angle technique and unfortunately i'm sorry gentlemen a certain amount of length it is required length. yeah mm-hmm. okay. so i want to back up for a second sure. because we skimmed over the vulva. Uh-huh. Okay, and a few months ago, um, for those people who have listened, we do a sexual wellness and healthy aging show with Dr. Gabrielle Laundry, mm-hmm. and she walked through the pieces of the vulva, yeah. the vagina. What, why don't you just take a second step and talk about the, the fact that the vagina is inside the vulva, where the clit is, how yes. big it is, and those important things that a lot of guys don't know. They always go to the button, and Carol says, you know, it's not like an elevator. The no. more you push it, the faster it comes. It's no. not like it that. It doesn't come <laughs> faster by just pressing that button. So just go through the anatomy of sure. that area. So only 10%, the little button that you see, it's 10% of our clitoris. It wasn't until 2005 that there was an actual MRI done and we saw how large the clitoris was. And then it wasn't until 2015 that an actual 3D model was made. Go figure. Can you believe 2015 that? I can't right? I know. It. It's, it's crazy that we didn't even know what our parts can do for us. It so was just all imagine 15 years ago, you didn't even study that and it's becoming no. a sexologist, you would not have studied it. All we knew was the 10%. It was wow. that little, the little button, right? Wow. And behind that button, you have legs and those legs run inside the clitoris. They run down the labia, which is the lips of the vagina. And the ultimate purpose of the clitoris is one. One. There's, it's Pleasure. it. It is. That's, that's it. the only, that's the only way, reason it's there. There's no biological there's no reproductive reason for a woman to have an orgasm that was just a gift yeah and so stephanie says that's the creator's gift since women have to have periods right babies menstrual cycles and babies here's Ah, an orgasm for you so so they were given that that. special gift (laughs) all right so we have a clit it has legs three to four inches long Mm -hmm. all the way down the the uh, both sides of the labia right yeah and then so also, it has vestibules, so when you put your fingers inside, the vestibules will swell, and that's what makes it warm and the body fluids and, you know, the blood flow. And so when those swell, that kind of gives you that, um, uh, the dexterity. What is the word I'm looking for? So um, allow the nerve endings to be pushed closer to the surface of the skin, right, because uh, you have three layers of skin that you got to get through, um, and that creates even more pleasure. Cool. Yes, for yeah. sure. The vagina. The vagina. That's where all the magic happens inside. But, but the vagina is inside, right? The vagina is inside. It's inside the vulva. It's Correct. inside the vulva, yes. And so when you go inside the vaginal canal, um, there's all kinds of fun stuff in there to play with. You have the ridges. You have the corrugated ridges that you can play with for the G spot. We have. We can take you to the cervix, and you can you know play with that a little bit. Go behind the cervix. There's some things in there, and we teach all of those areas. Uh, we had a gentleman yesterday who's, he's, I'm 70 years old and I never knew this thing is because yeah. this existed. Wow. And so, and he was all in that. So it's just, it's all about education and, and pleasure. And one of the things we've experienced as Carol went through menopause and like Fox was saying, 
is the area changes. Yeah. Like, like yeah. you no longer have a clit that used to come out where it used to come out. It's in a yeah. different place now. Yeah, and that's what happens. The tissues change. As you age, they get more flexible. At the, at atrophy. Atrophy, mm-hmm. there you go. And then they show up differently. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm going to give women some empowerment <laughs> because uh-huh. the, the clitoris, right, the overall development um, design, is actually looks like a penis and testicles because it is. Same it is. parts designed for the same things. Right. Next time a man angers you or pisses you off, let him know. Say, well, my dick is bigger than yours. <laughs> because it, really is. it is. Uh-huh. It truly, truly is. It's yeah. just hidden inside the body. The erectile right. tissue. Yep. That's is correct. Yes. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, then, so, so that brings us to the next class, uh-huh. which is pleasuring the penis. But in pleasuring the pearl, do you allow everyone to go right to the end and give her an orgasm? Oh, so that absolutely. So we, we do normally an, do a contest. We do an orgasm orchestra. No, this yeah. one we do the orgasm orchestra. The next one we do the contest. That's right. That's so right. for the women, when we finally, we wouldn't let, we, we edge them and edge them, the vulva owner, shall I say, we edge and edge. And then at the very end, we have an orgasm orchestra, or, uh, orchestra and we, everybody gets to orgasm. And it's the most beautiful sound of all the ladies, the vulva owners, ex- uh, just singing their pr- the praises. Yay. Okay, before we move on to the penis, talk about women who fake orgasms. Why? Exactly. Why do you fake it? Right. If you can't have one, find somebody who can give you one, or actually, if there's there's diff- many different reasons, but that's one of the things that we work with, uh, I work with clients, is how can you find your orgasm? Yeah. Very, Fake. very cool. Faking orgasms? No, obviously not, no. <laughs> But in the lifestyle, you become a good communicator to tell that person who is his first time down there what makes you feel good. That's right. But if you're not touching yourself, how do you know? Mm. Right. And that's why masturbation and Mm self-pleasuring is so important for men and women. Yes, absolutely. Self-discovery is very, very important. Right. Right, right, right. All right. Let's get on to the penis. The penis one, that that class was um, interesting because there are so many men who showed up and one gentleman, he... He, he had me rolling the whole time because it's a very you're vulnerable you're naked you know you're put in positions you're trying things you've never tried before right. fingers are going places they've never been before you're learning and um, he was like you know I've had this dick for 75 years and I didn't even know it would do this and I didn't know that this would felt this good and I was like well there you go and it's that one pushes boundaries for most men because we have them in different positions we, we want them, you know, let's try And their this. partner's touching. Their partner yes, is touching them. Partner. Absolutely. The only thing that I do is I might, I, with permission, touch like hips and move them and, you know, let's try to push. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I don't do anything other than just some basic maneuvering. Do you remember that position we learned from um, Jaylene Bennis where I was on my face facing face down. down with my butt up and you were stroking my cock by pulling it backwards yes we did that so that's the technique we teach yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. it and is that's where so the intense comes uh, in. because yes. the cock is in a very um strained position mm-hmm. and the sensation is completely different is. than having it forward yeah, yeah. especially if this, your senses were blocked too he yeah. wasn't seeing yeah. anything there's no reflection in a mirror he couldn't really tell and then what at was the going same on. point she started playing with a little bit of rimming and, yep. and vibration yeah. down there it's it's you're right there's so many different things you can do than that typical on her knees giving yeah. him a blowjob yeah that's right so what, what was pretty neat about that play shop was Near the end, we, we had a competition. We oh, said, okay, yes. we're going to give you about two to five minutes and see if, if you can finish. Finish off your men. And you couldn't use mouths. Yep. You could only use the techniques that we had learned. And they were all manual techniques. They were all yes. ma- Well, we did, we, did some ma- so we did some mouth techniques, yes. Okay. I, I meant to say penetration. But oh, the, but the competition, gotcha. we okay. didn't write. So it's interesting. So imagine 22 beds, two couples per bed, right? So 44 couples. Yep. We had 27 men come. Within, within two, two minutes. minutes. We wow. were counting them off. The, the, wow. they would, the, the women would be boom, like, boom, boom, boom. Ten. <laughs> and, and we I had, mean, you know, we had men that thought they were just the manliest of men walk out of there, give us a hug. They're like, well, son of a bitch. Yeah. I did not know. I thought a certain thing about the, the, the anal area or rimming or certain positions. And my, my mind has changed. Yeah. This wow. has been amazing. Wow. So yeah. we're going to give you a contact. Okay. And we want you to reach out to Lee Jagger. Okay. And she does um, a podcast and a workshop called Rock Your Bedroom. And it's 69 different ways to give a hand job. Oh, wow. Ooh, yes. yes. And she has, it, it's amazing. She's a great talker, and you should have her on your podcast. Uh, she's been on ours twice already. We've actually taken her workshop and played it in, in, a, in our bedroom with another uh-huh. couple, and that's all we did. Oh, I love that. This is a couple we swing with, and instead of swinging and fucking, we, the women worship the guy's cocks. 
I like yeah. that. This is some good training. This I approve. <laughs> you approve. I will Believe definitely me, reach David out. David approved every night. I had to practice. I, like I know a great model. <laughs> I like the Tootsie Roll because all her positions are food things. Saved. So you can remember yeah. them. So my favorites are the Tootsie Roll and the Popsicle. Okay. What, what I'm about the peanut butter? Mm, peanut butter is okay. Uh, it's not your favorite. Ron and Carly prefer like the peanut butter. I like the Popsicle okay. because I like the head of my cock. I gotcha. And okay. Over and back. I gotcha. Very, very cool. All right. So now you had 27 guys come all over the place. You mm -hmm. cleaned it up and they go home? They go home. Well, they go back to play. Well, they're also given homework. We mm -hmm. give them sli the slideshows, the techniques, and we give them some extra pointers. You know, try this next time, try this next time, or take multiple techniques and put them all into yeah. one. Mm -hmm. yeah, so, being the sure. diplomats you are, what if there's this hard cock and the woman wants to sit on it and fuck the guy? That are they happened. Allowed? That happened, and we did. We called them cheaters. We had some okay. cheaters, More and we cheaters. called yes. them out. Yeah. Yeah. Little teasing, out. and it was all do, in do good you fun. Did you take her and pull her off the cock and say, "Use your hands"? No, no, no. Mm -hmm. um, it was a. Uh, we did not do that, but she she jumped off immediately. She was like, "I'm so sorry, but it was just so good." And I was like, "It's okay, we get that." You would do that, huh? Yeah. There's cheaters, and we we understand. I mean, there's some beautiful cocks in there. Gotcha. All right. And so Tantra was one of the other shops that you did. We're going to be doing that one later. But how can you do just an hour on Tantra? It's I so know hard. We have people who do week-long seminars uh, on yes. Tantra. <coughs> so I am a level one uh, Tantra practitioner, and what we really teach is the initial. Some, some light definitions, but the initial ideology of Tantra, and then we get straight into four basic Tantra sex positions, and we have them maneuver through those positions. Mm -hmm. So, and correct, you would have to go through like, you know, a month or two months of, of a course in total to really get the overall experience. But what we're trying to do is get them to look at sex in a different way. Get them to look at the energy of it, the connection of it, the sensuality of it, right? Um, and give them some different techniques and ways to look at sex overall. So let's just talk a little bit what Tantra is. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. No, that's you. That's okay. You. So the art of Tantra overall is energy exchange, right? Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's very spiritual based. Uh, different positions give out different energy. Um, if you guys do what they call tandem breathing together, it's one partner breathes into the other partner and you, you are grabbing right the, the energy of your partner, smells, breath, connection, and you are taking that into yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, some other things that we teach during this play shop specifically is how to take that energy and, and allow it to travel through your body in a sexual manner during sexual contact. Uh, and so that's what we teach, that, that part of Tantra. So I'm glad you started talking about breathing because um, we, we know, we've heard, we've had experts on our show, and I'm going to let Dr. Stephanie talk to it, mm -hmm. about the need to breathe through orgasms. Yes, don't hold your breath. Why not? Because you're, you're stopping it. You, breathing is, of course, we have to breathe to live. That's just a fact of life. But when we hold our breath, we tense up and we stop the natural flow of things in our body. So you tense up, you stop the orgasm, or you withhold the orgasm, and you're not breathing into it. And when you breathe into it, you get, you allow it to do more for your body. You allow it to feel different in your body, and it transforms. And it relaxes your whole yes. body, the opposite and of tensing. And it lasts yes. longer, right? It does. It does. Yeah. It does. But some people are so afraid of that because, you know, you know the orgasm... They may be loud, or it might, you know, I maybe you I kind shake. of also feel more energy, like 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 mm -hmm. you were saying, Fox. You feel more energy when you relax you your do. body and you allow it to develop without tensing. But up. you've learned how to do oh, that. Yeah. You always used to hold your breath. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know. I, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's because it's something that's it was happening. A habit. Yeah. But your orgasms roll now. I mean, we call them crocodile rolls, yeah. and they just go on for, you know, probably thirty seconds sometimes. Sure. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. I have to excuse myself because I have to get ready for the Tantra workshop. There's okay. a couple things I have to do, and I got to do some clothing changes. I'm going to leave you with my beautiful wife. Here's my one rule. If you break her, you bought her. Don't send her back. <laughs> okay. okay. She's priceless, though. How could we buy her? Oh, I'm, I, yeah. I'm <laughs> Just don't break her. Just try to break right. her. That's what I ask. Okay. <laughs> Thanks so much, and Thank we will you, see Fox. you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Keep going, Steph. So yes, breathing through the orgasm, and even for men, because the orgasm is your body is giving something to somebody. It's an actual life. For men, you're giving life to somebody. For women, there's no biological reason, but they just feel good, and you're giving that to somebody. So don't hold on to it, breathe through it. So we have a friend who um, has trouble coming, and when he comes, 
he's like the loudest person in the world mm -hmm. and sometimes in a playroom they're a little embarrassed yeah and we told him breathe through your orgasm yes and he says but how you have to think about so many things at the same time but Breathing should be uh, breathing is natural. Of course, it it's an automatic response. We hold our breath because of something that's exciting or something that's frightened us or that flight fight response. We hold it, fawn, whatever we're going to do. So, trying to tell someone breathe through it, what they does that mean? That. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So if you tell them breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth, right. and just take deep breaths, and you and you teach them that. I guess process that helps them know that okay when I'm feeling that tense that sensation of wanting to tense up just in through my mouth yeah. into my nose out through my mouth and it instantly relaxes it you. does it does yeah. yeah but even when I, I, I go down on you and sometimes you're getting close to your orgasm I'm like stay with me breathe through it because yeah. it builds right yeah right sure it absolutely sure. builds those are the best ones to let go of finally so let's get back to Tantra so in one hour what are people what are people gonna learn in your workshop <laughs> it's it's not, it's not the most ideal place, to, because like you said, it's one hour. But what we want them to walk away with is a better understanding of you can breathe through things. You can work through and have this energy exchange. And we're going to teach you a few of the positions. So you can maybe learn more. But also, it's just about introducing you and giving you the foundational yeah. knowledge. Yeah, exactly. Because you can't learn Tantra in one uh. day anyways. But give them some homework and yeah. then they can take that home Absolutely. and practice that and maybe look up more courses on it and get more interest and, in it. And what's the end goal of this workshop? Is, do they is it, do they also have a happy ending here? They do have a happy ending. I don't know who's going to have the happy ending. Um, whichever partner they decide to have the happy ending has one, if not both. But we, are, we will have an orgasm orchestra again because I Yay. just love those things they're well, so sexy that it and for sure and it's a lot of fun and I guess they're not really expecting that when they get there right they don't. so not that's kind of what makes it fun for them and memorable they're on vacation these they people. Are. they're learning new things exploring their sexuality while on vacation what more can you ask for and not only that you're on vacation you've spent this money so why not try new things yeah right and yeah. you may not like it and that's okay too but at least you tried yeah now let's talk a little bit about stuff that you have upcoming, mm -hmm. right? Because you can only talk to so many people on the Bliss Cruise, as we heard your workshops get sold out. Yes. And and you are, we believe, an up-and-coming superstar in oh, the wow. world of sexology. And we've been talking about you doing some online workshops where mm -hmm. people can come and buy them. So what are some of the concepts that you have for the workshops that you're going to put together? Well, we're, we are going to do Pleasuring the Pearl as a workshop. We're going to do Pleasuring the Penis as a workshop. Um, we have different workshops for communication for newbies. We have infidelity recovery because, believe it or not, there are opportunities to cheat in swinging and, you know, whatever that means to you. We have um, reconnection workshops. Honestly, you name it, I can design it. And the reason why, I, and I don't say that in a cocky way. I say that in a way because I've studied this for so long. Yeah. So when people will write into us and they're like, well, what about this? I'm like, oh, that's a great workshop because if you're asking, someone else wants to know. Right. right. So... We're coming to the end of the show, uh -huh. and before we get to our sexy final advice, we have so many of our listeners who come on these trips, who come on the resort vacations, Tahito, Desire, Temptation, and they've never been in yes. the lifestyle. If, if someone is listening out there, Lifestyle Swinging 101. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about four or five things they should talk about before coming on these types of vacations. What does consent look like for you? Mm -hmm. It's number one. Um, what are your boundaries? Boundaries are meant to protect you, the individual. Um, they're not meant for your partners. So what are you comfortable with? And then also realizing that your boundaries are going to grow. What we always tell everybody is when you go to a party, and this is just a party, you, you go in and you leave with the same boundaries. But when you go to a resort or you're going to like the ship, you're meeting somebody, your boundaries can change almost daily. So we do check-ins. Check-in before play, check-in during play, check-in after play. And say, okay, was there anything that we need to change? Or is there anything that you liked or you didn't like? Do we need to revamp any of our boundaries? So you're constantly doing those check-ins and constantly communicating about that. What Perfect. about being in the playroom mm -hmm. and being a guy? When we first started 15 years ago, I got in big shit and big trouble all the time because uh, we didn't know about checking yeah. in. We've only learned this talking to experts like you. Mm -hmm. So you're in the playroom. You got went in there with your partner, and uh, you said, we're only going in to watch. Yes. And you're sitting there watching, and then uh, a couple says, hey, why don't you guys come and play with us? And the guy 
pull, takes his wife's hand and pulls him in, and all of a sudden you're in the middle of an orgy. Is and that, you didn't ask. Is yes. that the right thing to do? No, not at all. No, no. No changing the rules on the fly. They didn't talk about it. It's not even asking permission, but yeah. they hadn't talked about it uh, up till now. What What do you do to handle that? So, take your partner to the side because we everybody's. We're here, to, we're here for one reason. We know why we're going into those playrooms, right. but we don't know each other's boundaries. So if that were to happen, you just say, hey, to the, to the couple asking, we really appreciate that. We're just going to step away, take a real, have a real quick conversation, and we're going to get right back to you. Because you can get peer pressured, and it's not necessarily negative peer pressure, but, you know, it's fun. But you're right. Peer pressure is there in this mm-hmm. particular environment. We, we do feel it. And it's okay to take a breath and yeah. say, you know what, we're going to step over. Yes. We're just going to do a quick check-in because everybody's going to respect that. And especially so, if you said yes last time, mm-hmm. they don't know that maybe you don't feel like saying a yes this exactly. time. So and it's not always a yes. We're at the nude pool at Hito. Uh-huh. I'm sitting on the side of the pool, and, and we're newbies now. And a woman comes up to me and says, hey, can I suck your cock? But I haven't spoken to my partner about if that's okay. Do I say yes to that person? Do I say, hang on a second, I need to talk to my partner? Or do we step away and have a little discussion, me and my partner? Yes, and to all of that. <laughs> you can have the fun. You can say that. But it's okay to say, um, I really appreciate that. I'm just going to check in really quick. It's all about the check-in. Right. I'm just going to check in real quick and let her know where I'm going. Or, you know, just so you're not saying no to this person. You're not shutting them down. You're like, you know what? This is really sexy. I, I, I want to I wanna do that, but I just need to do a quick check-in. Yeah. Check-ins are sexy. Yeah. And people understand that. The, the people who watch you, they're going to watch you in five minutes still. And let's talk about the need to at the end of a play session Mm. so you've agreed to go into a play session you've had this play session you go back to your room and the need to have that discussion or the replay of what just happened Mm -hmm. and what you like didn't like would or wouldn't do again that is vital because you don't know what you don't know and you don't learn unless you ask questions so you ask your partner what did you like what didn't you like was there anything that I did that I could do better did you feel like I was attending to your needs you know and then I have that conversation well I felt like I needed this but I didn't find you you know in the future could we do this yeah and break it down but also remember that you agreed to go there and you agreed to do this so whatever happens if it's in within your boundaries and you've you know you're played nice you agreed to it so you can't leave there mad and you can't hold it against them exactly yes that's the kind of contract that they did on the 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 reality show swing where they wrote the contract before both signed it yes we're both in this together as explorers and if it goes down, we're it, going down together, but we can always come back up together. Exactly. Right. That. And it, it just reinforces the need to have great communication. Absolutely. So listen, we are getting to the end of the show and we'd love to leave our audience with some final advice. What would you say would be the top two reasons why couples who are already having a great sex, why they should continue learning and involving their intimacy? Because you, you don't evolving, evolving, their evolving your intimacy. I like that because you don't know what you don't know. And just like the gentleman who's owned his cock for 76 years, didn't know all of the pleasure spots on it. And his wife that they've been married for 40 years now can give him more pleasure and now can add to their repertoire of things that he really enjoys that he didn't know. It doesn't matter if your sex is great. It can always be better. And, and I'm not saying that, you know, as, I guess I'm saying that as a way of encouragement, not a way of, well, you know, you you could do better. Yeah, exactly. Better next time. I'm doing it as a way, saying it as a way of don't be afraid to learn. You, if you, if when you quit learning, just what are you, what are you living for? Yeah. And and I want to add something to that because we've been talking a lot lately about healthy aging. Yes. And our bodies do age. Mm -hmm. And if your body is not feeling like it used to feel, Go see a professional. Absolutely. Go see a hormone specialist, a urologist. There's so many. A sexologist, a psychologist, any of those yes. things. Your well-being, mental, physical. Um, it's no, all connected, though. Yes, There's all connected. no reason that you should have less of a sex life as you age just because society says, well, you're getting older, therefore it, you're not going to have a hard cock, you're not going to have a wet pussy. There's so many good solutions out mm. there to maintain a good healthy aging sex life and one of the workshops you just helped me create right now i'm doing it (laughs) is um adaptive positions for better sex Mm -hmm. because we are our hips hurt our back hurts or you know shoulders hurt and just because we can't do the flying flamingo whatever that i made that up the other day i still have no what else just to me it's like flying from a chandelier sexy we can't do those types of things anymore but we can do this and get the same feeling and same pleasure well you know that sounds a lot like something dr Lori batito would say yes because she wrote the book 
the sex bible for people over, over 50, 50 yes. which, which we actually have a, a, a segment in there segment about in the there. lifestyle. Yes, you do. But there's so many resources, so many people. Don't stop having sex just because you're getting older. Yeah, Absolutely. Sure. All right, Steph, uh, Fox normally would do this part of the yeah. show, but tell people where they can reach out to you, find you, get sessions, your website. Sure. You can find everything on EvolveYourIntimacy.com, all of our links for our social media, how to book an appointment with us, everything about our retreats that we have coming up. If you missed us here, you can uh, find us on retreats. Uh, private sessions, you name it, it's all there. Workshops will be coming. It's just, you know, we had to finish the PhD. Absolutely. <laughs> and now it's done. Now it's Congratulations. Done. Yes. Congratulations. Alrighty, that's the end of another great show. Dr. Stephanie thank you. and Coach Fox, thank yeah. you so much for being here today. And we want to thank all our guests for being here week in and week out. Join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex, sexuality, sexual health and pleasure, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. And before we sign off, we want to remind everyone that both Dr. Stephanie and Fox do guest host our show once a month, so listen to them. They always have great guests, and we thank you guys for giving us a break once a month. I love that. Thank you for allowing me to. All righty. That's it for our show today. Carol and I, Stephanie and Fox, send you lots of love and great sex. Please stay safe, and of course, stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thanks for joining us for this week's edition of the Topless Travel Show. We sure hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. We've got another episode of the Sexy Lifestyle Podcast lined up for you for next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Network. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new. Spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever.